friends, welcome to Mies Park across the street from our congregation, Rosedale Gardens Presbyterian Church. How wonderful it is to greet you out in God's beautiful earth in November, no less. So as we stand in the midst of God's sanctuary in this beautiful park, leaves all around and the wind really blowing, where do I stand but on my faith? 27 years ago, this peace pole was dedicated by Rosedale Gardens Church. And what was really incredible for me is that in 2009, it was rededicated. And how amazing it was to stand out here as a congregation and to dedicate ourselves to peace. This is a message you're gonna be hearing today. What can I do, what can you do to make sure that peace prevails just as it's written? on this peace pole. So I invite you now to break away and to worship with us this day. May you be blessed. So here we are a couple weeks into November. Last week was election week here in this country. And personally, I kind of came into the week a little bit of trepidation, uh, lots of curiosity, of course, um, but kept trying to think where should my focus be in the midst of this week, in the midst of this election week? What was going to happen? How was the week going to play out? And I just remember feeling a little sense of just kind of unease as, as the week unfolded. And I came across a great article by Mitch Album, one of my favorite authors and of course uh, a beloved son of Michigan and especially Metro Detroit. And his article was entitled, The Election Will Be Meaningless If We Don't Change Our Ways. So I read through this article and Mitch spent a fair amount of time in two different categories. The first one, he did a lot of finger pointing towards the media. And of course, he's a journalist himself, and he has been saddened to see the state of the media these days. And he talked in this article a lot about how the media can definitely be at fault for some of the ways that we were feeling last week, especially in the midst of the election. He also pointed another finger towards the politicians and the two different sides of the aisle and how they spend so much time fighting against one another and finger pointing towards each other. And of course, he made very good points on both sides in regards to both of those areas. But the thrust of his article invited all of us to point fingers at ourselves. And he was basically saying that regardless of what happens with this election, regardless of who is sitting in the office, the results of the election will be meaningless if we don't change our ways, us as individuals. Now granted, we are, I don't wanna say controlled, but there is a, a lot done by politicians, by our government that kind of directs our steps, a lot done, of course, by the media in the tenor that they set. And oftentimes we are trying as individuals to pick our way through all that and to figure out who's telling the truth, what line of thought do we follow. But in the end, what Mitch was ultimately saying was, if we don't act out of love and respect and kindness for one another, 
Nothing is going to change regardless of who sits in that chair. Nothing is going to be different after the results and all the votes are tallied unless we each as individuals take the time to act in kindness towards our fellow human beings. And he had this great uh, paragraph in towards the end of his article and it said this. He says, we are stressed, locked down, haunted by a common enemy virus that should have united us, but instead divided us even further. The truth is our future won't be determined by who we choose to lead us. It will be determined by how we act after we do. And I loved those words from Mitch, and he has often been a voice of reason for so many years, and he's definitely been someone that I have turned to over the years, and I was so grateful for that because he ultimately said, it's, it's okay, <laughs> whatever happens in the election, it's gonna be okay as long as we are okay with one another. And that is the exact same message that Christ gives us always to be okay with one another, to love one another, to reach out in kindness to one another. You know, President-elect Biden, like so many other presidents before him, have come onto the stage and have said, hey, my first priority is now to reunite this country and bring us all together. And of course, like I said, he's not the first to say that. He won't be the last to say it either. But ultimately, that's gonna be our job. That's gonna be the job of me and of you and of how we treat each other, how we treat those who think differently than us, how we treat those who don't treat us so well sometimes either. So I love the fact that our president-elect is, is very strong in these words right now and I am grateful, but again, that's our job. That's where we fall in all of this. So I'd like to take you quickly to a book in the New Testament. Um, it's from the book of First Peter, and it was written by Peter, who was uh, arguably uh, Jesus's closest friend during his earthly ministry. And this is what Peter has written. He says, finally, all of you be like-minded, be sympathetic, love one another, be compassionate and humble, do not repay evil with evil or insult with insults. On the contrary, repay evil with blessing, bless, with blessing, because to this you were called so that you may inherit a blessing. And then he goes on to quote this section from Psalm 34, and, and it says this, whoever among you would love life and see good days must keep your tongue from evil and your lips from deceitful speech. Turn from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are attentive to their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. Who is going to harm you if you are eager to do good? But even if you should suffer for what is right, you are blessed. Do not fear their threats. Do not be frightened. But in your hearts, revere Christ as Lord and always be prepared to give an answer for the hope that you have. 
So I hope you find hope in these words of Peter's where he says, be prepared to give an answer for the reason for the hope that you have. And here we are a week, a week later, and I am grateful that I feel like this country has done well in the past week in starting to mend fences and come together. But ultimately, like Mitch says, regardless of who is sitting in the White House, it's most important that we treat each other with love and with kindness. And I am so grateful that we have Jesus Christ as our hope and as our assurance and as our example of what it means to truly be kind and to love one another. Like Peter says, seek peace and pursue it. If we do that in our own lives, if all of us do our best to seek peace and pursue it, we have the ability to change the world around us, even if only in a small way. There's a great song that's being played frequently on Christian radio right now by a gentleman by the name of Josh Wilson. And some of the lyrics say this, the song is called Revolutionary. And the lyrics are, why does kindness seem so revolutionary? When did hate get so ordinary? Let's turn it around, flip the script, judge slow, love quick. And I think that is an amazing song for all of us to keep thinking about these words. It's not our place to judge. Let's judge slow and let's love quick. Because that was always the message of Jesus Christ and his message of peace and kindness and love for all humanity. So let's flip the script. Let peace begin with each and every one of us through our acts of love and kindness towards each other. So today, as I was scrolling through my Facebook, a friend of mine had this great quote out there, and it says this, you will never look into the eyes of someone God does not love. So let that be a sentence for you to kind of hold on to as, as you try and do our best, as I try and do my best. It's a sentence that I will hold on to as well, as I try and do my best to love those who sometimes are difficult to love. That I'm going to do my best to look at each and every person and know that God loves them more than I can understand. And for that alone is reason enough for me to be kind. So my friends, let's flip the script. Let's judge slow, love quick, and let's be peacemakers. Let's seek peace and pursue it as Jesus Christ would have us do. Amen. like me maybe we don't agree maybe that doesn't mean we gotta be enemies maybe we just get brave take a big leap of faith call a truce so me and you can find a better way let's take some time open our eyes look and listen yeah and we're gonna find we're more alike than we are different
drowning their voices out Cause I believe that you and me can find some common ground See, maybe I'm not like you, but I walk a mile in your shoes If it means I might see the world the way you do Let's take some time, open our eyes, look and listen And we're gonna find we're more alike than we are different Indeed, what a pleasure it is and what a privilege to come to God in prayer. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, we give you thanks this day that we have this opportunity to come to you and to pray for peace. We remember as young children, we remember those Coke commercials where the whole world joined hands across all the states. And my, how we long it to be more than a commercial and be a reality to this day. We have so much to pray for. We pray for our leaders. We pray for all those who are fighting COVID every day. We pray for all those places in our world that experience poverty, that experience war. We pray for all those people in our lives who go to serve. We pray for our own families closer to home. We ask, Lord God, that you would help us to be peacemakers. For Jesus, you called us to be so in your Beatitudes. Help us to bring your peace on earth and may your peace happen in us. For we know the songs, we have the images of peace. Let it be now a reality and let it begin with us. For we pray for this world that you have entrusted into our care. We pray for all your people of the world. Help us now to continue to reach out and to be planting seeds of peace as we go. May your church, the Christian church, be a light and be the example of a peacemaker. We pray all these things in your name, this day, amen. And now for your blessing this week, I wanna take you back to the words of Peter that I had read to you earlier, where he reminds us that to do not pay evil with evil, 
but rather repay evil with love. And in this, you will indeed be blessed. So my friends, go into this week, go into this day, knowing that you are indeed loved and cherished by an amazing creator, and that we each have the ability to bring about peace into this world, and that we get to partner with each other and partner with God in spreading kindness, love, and mercy. So go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Amen. Help us get revolutionary.